Welcome into another episode of the Gospel Heifers. The Heifers are in the building. What's going on, Heifer 2? Hey, Heifer. You, you, I, I'm so oh, glad gee. it's just an audio version of this because oh, the way gee. you are leaning into that microphone with your lips stretched, it does not look appropriate. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, Hooch? I'm not a damn thing, girl. It is almost Thanksgiving already. Can you believe we are about to see? I, I know. I know. I'm just like, ugh. Yeah, I know. I'm starting to get the Christmas stuff together, you know. Yeah, yeah. I, you know, I'm not big on Thanksgiving. I don't celebrate slaughters. <laughs> so, yeah, but the holidays, yeah, I, I'm not a big Thanksgiving celebration person either. I'm like, I just want to get it over with. I mean, it's good to see family. Ain't going to be too many friends in my personal space, you well, know. You know just a few. We, 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 we be low-key this Thanksgiving. Oh, yeah, we're going to be low-key this Thanksgiving, so I'm just glad all the madness. I mean... Holidays in one go right hand in hand with the goddamn nightmarish election that took place. Yeah, why, uh, they, why they want to ruin your holidays before you? How do you celebrate after that? Is this done deliberately where they set up elections right before the holidays so you could have family members going at each other's throats over Thanksgiving dinner? You know that's probably what that is. I, and that's probably why they legalizing guns, <laughs> so everybody can just get pissed during the holidays and shoot each other over turkey, just like they did the original. Thanksgiving. I've always wondered that. I'm like, why would you schedule an election right before people are about to get together with loved ones? It's going to yeah. be debates. It's going to be attitudes. I I don't want to be in that mindset whatsoever. Well, I'm going to be around the people that vote just like me, so it don't matter. <laughs> Matter of fact, you were on a live a few days ago. Oh, God, please. And... I was in the background listening to this conversation. I'm so glad that you came down. It was very niggering. Right. I mean, just just give the people a little peep of that conversation. You know, black folks <laughs> doing the same thing why they don't vote. It doesn't matter. <laughs> and then these niggas start talking to Illuminati. I said, I got to go. <laughs> this is not what I'm here for. Well, I said, you know what's wrong with you niggas? <laughs> What's wrong with niggas? <laughs> Not black people. Niggas. You know, they are so distracted on bullshit. <laughs> all y'all, all your time and effort goes to for nothing. You're talking about Illuminati. Um, black on black crime. Does it exist? Does it not exist? <laughs> Vote don't count. It don't matter. <laughs> Who twerking? Let's go to a demon. <laughs> I mean, y'all are just so distracted. Even if it's not, it's all toxic shit. It, it really is. It is like an overload. And you were just mentioning that uh, earlier today, matter of fact, about how the rise of mental health concerns are at a high Yo, rise. I was downstairs cleaning up, and they and this was they were just talking about Texas and certain areas. And I'm sure it was across the border. Mm-hmm. But after COVID, how mental illness has gone up 10%. I believe that shit. <laughs> There's a lot more people suffering with mental illness. Yeah, I believe it because... It I, shows on IG. I, I, I You know what? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, whoa. It's, it, it, I mean, it just seemed like it happened overnight, you know? Already the isolation when COVID first hit was a lot, and then you lost some loved ones, and it was a consistent strain on the medical system. But at the same time, and pockets and pockets Pocket. because people, people had no right, damn money, no money, and they gave us a couple of hundred, what twelve hundred? Uh, yeah, about twelve hundred, whatever the amount was. But my thing about it is, 
There was no free. Now, number one, we're so caring and concerned of a country. Why did we not provide free mental health services? Even if it was just mobile. You know, you get like a 10-minute voucher or something Government to get started. Government got to pay for that. They don't want to pay for that shit. I, you know, I'm, they barely didn't want to pay us. You know, we were the only country that got 1200 twice. <laughs> Every other country gave their <laughs> citizens. Yeah. Uh, allowance or some kind of a, a check right. every single month. And it was more than 1200 Yeah, exactly. And this is why their economy did not suffer so bad. But at the same time, you combine the isolation of COVID if you did grieve losing a loved one during COVID. And there was really, like I said, no therapy. Only thing that was free and open was social media. And I think that's... And that, and that, was, that was trauma bonded. <laughs> that, was, that was major trauma bonded on social media during COVID. But I mean, you know... You do find some good spots to go in where there's a live, good conversation going on, some fun. There's always going to be somebody in there to fuck it out. Always somebody negative. I'm depressed. I want all you niggas to feel like I feel. You know what else I think why the mental illness has gone up? People really had to spend time with themselves. <laughs> and they realized, I don't like myself. I don't like the people I had to live with. <laughs> you know, it wasn't, it wasn't, look. These were the people that were stuck in a house with maybe one or two people, if just by themselves. Right. And they really had, you know, it pissed them off. I don't like myself. Yes. <laughs> you had a lot of suicides. Yeah, a lot of suicide. A lot of domestic violence went up during Child COVID. Child abuse. Right. I mean, so so much contributed, and then they just push you right back out with no plan B, or, I mean, besides the vaccination. Well, I was going to say they, they took plan B from you. <laughs> oh, my bad. That's, that's another topic. That's another topic. <laughs> but, I, you know, that bitch gone. <laughs> yeah. But I was just like, my God. But I, I see it. I, I mean, I, I'm glad you heard it on the news. But both of us did not have to see no news no. story to confirm that. I don't even need to have a medical degree to know the half y'all crazy. <laughs> I could talk to you for five, ten seconds. Oh, yeah, they not right. They ain't, you ain't right there. And the, and the real the real craziest, you know two seconds. <laughs> oh, shit. Okay, let me stop talking to this person. You want to disappear right off the damn you know, camera? I want to I wanna back away slowly <laughs> like you do a bear. <laughs> <laughs> Don't make any sudden moves. <laughs> Don't lose eye contact. Just back up. Oh my god. Anyhow, Slow. yeah, but yeah, uh -huh. it, it's it, it's it's a big toll on a lot of folks. It's really trickling over into you know socializing. People have forgotten how to socialize. Oh well, that, that happened before COVID. <laughs> COVID didn't make it. You know, COVID has made it worse. But that happened before COVID. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Because well, I mean, it's bad when you know you give a man your number and. the First thing he want to do is text you what you doing in the parentheses. Like, what? The, what? <laughs> and why is that something that all Negroes like to, what you doing? What, what you doing? What do you mean, what am I doing? If you would be on the phone, you'd find out exactly yeah, what the hell I'm doing. Yeah, call that. me and find out what the hell I'm doing. My case. Yeah, communication is just slack it's all dead. the way off. I'm like, oh, my God. But anyhow, I want to discuss Dave Chappelle's monologue on Saturday Night Live. Before we do. <laughs> Let's get that an official round of applause for the Dave yes. Chappelle opening monologue on Saturday Night Live. I don't care what nobody say about Dave Chappelle. This heifer right here, right here too. We 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 are supporters. We we I look. I call myself. I ain't nobody fan. <laughs> I learned what that word meant. It's a it's not an English word. <laughs> I am definitely a supporter. Right, Chappelle's humor. 
may piss a lot of people off because there's a lot of brutal truth to it. That part. And, and very, mm. um, and some, and there's very sensitive topics that a lot of people don't even <laughs> want to skirt around. But see, I like comedians like that. You know, I don't like Chitlin Circuit comedians. <laughs> Where they make joke about turds, farting, you know, you know, stupid chicken stuff. Wings. Chicken wings. You know, greasy, <laughs> greasy lip chippity with chicken wings. <laughs> oh, bitch, you fat. <laughs> Have some range. I wanna, but you know, I like, I like when you could take shit that's really happening and it's affecting people. Right. Speak on it, cause like I, you know, I tell everybody I understood what Dave was saying. Right. Because I've had that experience with dealing with gay white men mm-hmm. that were racist. Yeah. Okay. So I understood. You know, people like to listen so they can fight and argue. Right. They're not listening to understand or hear. It's just for debating purposes. I got to come out on top regardless. But if, even if you say it's 100, I still got to be on top. But the opening, I got to play for you guys right quick. I thought it was so goddamn clever. A brief statement that I prepared. <laughs> I denounce anti-Semitism in all its forms. <laughs> and I stand with my friends in the Jewish community. And that, Kanye... Is how you buy yourself some time. So he opens the monologue up with the letter to the Jewish community, how he does not support anti-Semitism and he supports his Jewish friends and Kanye. That's how you buy time. Apparently people are upset about this. (laughs) Um, I don't understand. I feel like it's respect because if it was a, think about the letter or the attitude um, Adidas had with blacks. Right, girl. They gave no fucks. Right. So I would rather have someone coming to me with that. Mm-hmm. Respect. There's power in numbers. That's, you know, that, that, you know when you asked me about that live I was on, and they kept trying to, you know, say, you know, about so-and-so being sneaky. I'm like, yeah, look, every society is sneaky and will underhand. Every race got everybody in it that's going to be underhand somebody or climb on somebody's back. I said, but what y'all don't do like the Jewish people do, mm-hmm. y'all, we don't stand in numbers. And we don't keep our money in our community. Nope. We don't support each other. You know, and I, get, I bet you all the Jewish community votes. Godfrey was just talking about this on his live a couple of days ago, just how we are so quick to drag each other, how quick we are mm-hmm. to just, you know, compete. Matter of fact, Dion Cole was on live tonight. Dion Cole has a new Netflix. <sighs> yeah, so he was live talking about it, trying to promote it, but he said something that was very interesting, and I could not do nothing but just agree. Mm, what did he say? What'd he he say? said, what'd you know, say? everybody was like 500 people, and then they was like, you know, I, people didn't share it. They supported me on this new uh, Netflix comedy special. Yes, because I shared it. And he said, I hope comedians do watch and support it. He was a little sarcastic. And, <laughs> yeah, the, so. and I caught the sarcasm because I understand where he's coming from. They're comedians that... There's a lot of comedians. It's a very small community. It's just different levels. And when you get to a certain point, people just watch you to criticize you. Yeah. They don't watch you to support you. They watch you to well, criticize I, I you. I watch Dion Cole for uh, other reasons. Too. Yeah, you know, I'm not going to get other reasons. Besides making me chuckle. Oh, God. I can leave with cotton. I can sit down with cotton and leave with silk. Okay, look. Um, hey, let's let's get back to the Chappelle. No, but, but but I understand what he said. But you know what? I think the caliber of where he's at with comedy, I can see those people sharing and supporting. Right, right. Because successful people don't hate on each other. That. But when you get the 
the bottom level chitlin circuit, mm-hmm. and then you get the bottom feeders. This two other there's two bottom levels. Yeah. <laughs> so the medium is the, the circuit, chitlin circuit. They, then you got the bottom feeders. <laughs> they all they so low they damn it down in my hell. <laughs> so those are the ones. Those two other two I named. Yeah, are the ones that won't share it. If we were just connected to community. We would be so much better off, but we just, like I said, I don't know where it stems from, why we don't recognize Girl, you the know where it stems from. I know, but I'm just saying we know about the, where it came from, how it was programmed, yeah, but you, at the same you, time. You remember that letter from Forrest Gump? I'm not the movie. <laughs> the actual Klansman. <laughs> now, and he wrote this letter about how to divide a nation. Yeah. Because, you know, when I was speaking about the Holocaust and everything, I think it was 60 Minutes I was watching, mm-hmm. and I was learning they was talking about the Holocaust. And how a lot of edu- um, books and art was saved because um, they gather up a couple of Jewish because the Nazis didn't know what, a, you know, they didn't know the Jewish culture. So they gathered up a couple of Jewish men and had them save and preserve, for which I said, now that's awesome. Yeah. And this is also another reason why I can see why the Jewish community survived and bounced back. Right. After the Holocaust. Preserving their culture. They, they preserved their culture. They knew and they had something to go to other than blacks. We had nothing. Right, right. It just, was zero. Just a race. And then you get then you get the training of, you a field nigga? Hate that light-skinned nigga in the house. You know what? And that light-skinned nigga in the house, look at that field nigga. He's dirty. You, He's not shit. You no, know, I'm telling you this is where it stands from. I know it's where it stands from. Oh, you don't like the reenactment? Is that what it is? Yeah, yeah, because your damn Django remake is not working. Django. Look, I got another clip to play from the Chappelle, my opening monologue. Oh, well, about please. Kanye uh, being crazy. Oh, God. Listen, okay, I don't think Kanye is crazy at all. I think he's possibly not well. <laughs> well, I've been to Hollywood. No one wants y'all to get mad at me. I'm just telling you. I've been in Hollywood. This, this was just what I saw. It's a lot of juice. <laughs> like a lot. <laughs> so basically saying he's coattailing off what Kanye made a statement about Jewish people were in Hollywood. And Chappelle been in the industry for about almost 30 years in the comedy game. <laughs> you know he's had the Hollywood experience. Hell, he left his own show on yeah. Comedy Central to dip out from Africa because it was just too much. Yeah, I'm he sure he didn't want to end up shit. like Kanye. Right <laughs> and I think that's what happened to him. Kanye, maybe he should have took a break and went to Africa because you know sometimes you get so obsessed with whatever you're doing and people. You got a lot of yes people around you. When you always have yes people around you, nobody's going to be around you to keep it 100 for no, your own benefit. You fall. But I don't think it's just that, too, though. I think the whole stress, when you get to a certain level that a lot of people want to get to, the shit that comes with it, people don't think about. Nope. You don't think about what they have to do on a day-to-day basis and all the different people demanding you to do this at a certain time or we need this, you know, and all yep. the commitment. And that could be stressful. Yeah, I'm sure. And then on top of being, you know, that you can't go out as a regular person no more because you're going to always be bum rushed. Oh, let me get your autograph. Oh, my God, I love you, Deja Pale. You know, so a lot comes with it. Right. 
Exactly. But that can cause, I think, a lot of mental stress. Well, we've seen plenty of celebrities have meltdowns. I mean, hell, yeah. Britney Spears is a prime example. That, you girl, got that, that little girl that used to date Justin Bieber, too, she was in a mental war for a little while for mm-hmm. mental health. Isn't that Britney Spears? No, Justin Bieber. Girl, I can't keep up with all these little Britney too old. <laughs> okay, no, that's another decade. <laughs> Another decade, my nigga. I can't keep it with a little team bop. You know, I forget the girl's name, but she's a little cute, little short, white, little brunette girl. But she um had to do some mental, you know, check for herself. Oh, I know who you're talking about. I just can't think of a name. Yeah, but yeah I can't it's, either. It's, it's a lot of that because especially when you are a celebrity and you're trying to have a personal life, oh my God. And you just cannot have that as you used to if you're just an average person. Let me tell you something. I'll never forget when I flew back in from Florida from Candy's wedding. Mm-hmm. Al Green was there. Oh, shit. And I looked. I said, that's fucking Al Green. <laughs> I'm so tired of being alone. I'm so tired of being on my own. So, but that nigga looked tired. And he got eye contact with me like, God damn. I don't feel like it. I said, God damn, Al Green. If I only had some grits. No, no. So, um... <laughs> But me as a human being, I saw how he was tired. Yeah. It I takes saw, a lot out I of you. I saw the face. I'm very well read when it's reading body language. Mm-hmm. I can tell nigga don't be bothered. <laughs> I said, let me not fuck with this man. Right here. <laughs> but he knew I knew who he was. Right. He could see my face. I was like, bitch, you out green. <laughs> but, you know, out of respect, out of, you know, that man, he's still human at the end of the day. Yeah. You yeah. can't forget. And I just knew the man was tired, so I just left it alone. Well, I mean, and that would be, you're one of the rare considerate people. Yeah. Because I, I don't so. like crowding people's face, you know, regardless of their status. I'm just like, dude, I cannot be up in somebody's face. <laughs> now, you know. Now, I can't say it about everybody. Now. <laughs> <laughs> I know. It's just, yeah, yes, because I would switch it for certain individuals. Because if I ever saw. I didn't take a breath, didn't you? Oh, Lord. Because, <laughs> I mean, I just watched this man in his latest movie, Beast. Oh Lord, here we he go. He was whooping lines asses. <laughs> he just elbowed a fool. <sighs> yeah. I was like, I got a line for you to beat. Elbow, come here. So, I mean, I, I, I may start drooling and then say hi. You know, I'm not going to pass that up. You, I'm going to, nigga. Look, I, you, I'll speak I to have you. to agree because my homegirl sent me a picture with the new Wakanda. Winston Duke is like all over the place. Yeah, he is a delicious brother. I'll oh give you that. God. So, I mean, there are some, you know, I broke that rule with Dion Cole when I met him. Here we go. I mean, you know what? I just, you know, I thought we had surpassed that point. We, we will did. never, <laughs> ever. When we are ghost sisters, I'll be talking about that, okay? I don't want to hear about that. We're going to be sitting on the clouds, smoking a blunt. like, girl, you remember? You, yeah, when you fell up Dion Cole. And I'm like, that nigga spirit right down there. See him right over there? <laughs> he behind that little apple tree. That's got extra. The goddamn apple tree. He ought to hide by the apple tree because I'm going to go fill his spirit up. <laughs> no, I'm never going to forget that because, I mean, for one, Dion Cole was very cool down to earth. I, you know, very nice. That's true because you do meet some celebrities on that level and they can be real dicks. I'm just not going to lie. I'm not going to drop too many names, but I'm just telling you, we done met our fair share. I'm like, ugh. Come on in. <laughs> <laughs> you I, I'm a fake cough and do some more. Um, no. no, you're not. No, no but for but real talk, we were able to talk to him. You know, he, he was, you know, real nice. And I hugged him and I said, ooh, a lot of comedians are not that tall. So I was shocked. He taller than me. And he was 
stout. You know what I'm saying? When I mean stout, you know, he was strong. I was trying to pass the story because I don't really don't want to hear no Yeah, more. I felt his chest up and this hand. I, I don't give a fuck. This hand still can feel I don't want to hear this shit. Anymore. I can still feel I don't give a damn what you want. I to mean, because every Cause time the moment it, this man's can, name cannot come up. The moment this hoochie meets his elk, what, what's his name? Winston Duke. If her hand accidentally braces his balls, oh my God, <laughs> these three fingers right here, Rocky, Wakanda. <laughs> Wakanda balls. <laughs> I grazed them by accident, but it was amazing. I already know. Or if he was even hugged, you'll kiss you on the cheek. Oh, shit. Your nipples, and you you probably be squirting stop. for three days. Stop, stop, I'm tingling. I know that, exactly. <laughs> so, try to understand. <laughs> and you know maybe five podcasts down the line you may hear this story again <sighs> guess what I give no dams and I will repeat it <laughs> damn you <laughs> but Chappelle's monologue I thought was brilliant of course it's being labeled as anti-semitic and supporting Kanye <sighs> West you know he did not support him but see, this is what I don't like about the critics when it comes to especially Chappelle's style of comedy. But you can't be a critic if you did not hear when he said, normally, Kanye's my boy, and I normally go see about him. Right. This time I said, I, nah, I think I'll wait. I think I'm going to wait it Yeah, out. I'm going to wait this one out. Let's, you know. It's time you want to be there for your friends, as you should, but when there's too much goddamn heat, I cannot. You, you know, but you, I don't know if are we in like another dimension of some people like, is there a matrix glitch going on where you are actually hearing something else and I'm totally hearing something totally different? Is, is that what's going on? P- people hear what they want to hear. Because I Girl. promise you, there's prime examples every single damn day. People hear what they want to hear. If they hear, and, and depending on what their mindset is, like there could be some real weak-minded ass individuals that have yeah. to have a sense of belonging and they, you know, whoever they admire, whatever they say is a go. I'm like, God damn, who drank Kool-Aid? Y'all are critics. I'm looking for you all to actually listen. Or are you all just sideline haters? Because there's a difference of critics, professional critics, where you do the tomatoes, right. and then you got people to be on IG and Twitter talking <laughs> shit. So which critics? <laughs> I need to know which critics are you talking about. Are you talking about the, the, the actual ones that are paid to do it? Right. Or the ones that just sit in the back not doing nothing? Nah. And I want to critique. In my daddy's basement or my mama's basement, eating a hot pocket and critique what you doing. Yo, look, I'm telling you, half the time when you get these people talking shit about folks that's doing something big, yeah, and that's even on Instagram when you get these trolls and they see you uh, just a little, your light a little bit brighter, just a little peak of your light, and they down there eating a fucking hot pocket with a pocket <laughs> pussy beside them, and no life. Probably delivering pizza part time. <laughs> and on Instagram and Facebook. Oh my God. Faking like they live in another life. Yeah. I but mean, a lot of people do that bullshit. And then, like I said, when it comes to critiquing, everybody is like an asshole. Everybody got an opinion. Yeah. My daddy, daddy told us that one. Yeah. Well, I'm glad that we kind of bounced off of that since we want to get to another topic. Oh, you're being a, yeah. <laughs> Look, whatever you say, I'm going to turn it into something else. Look, Trigger I bounce. read this article recently, and, you know, you hear about cyberbullying with teenagers. Mm-hmm. There's actually cyberbullying going on for adults. Oh, really? I didn't notice because it's happening to us. Yeah. <laughs> 
I mean, it's happened. It, it has happened to us, and I've seen it happen to other, other people. people. Yeah, it, it's sad. I'm like, dude, you know, were you a former schoolyard bully, or do you have self-esteem issues? There's a lot of reasons people can, you know, choose to troll or cyber bully people. Because I tell folks, oh, look, I'm old school. I roll up on your ass. That's that's what my generation did. That was our generation. But yes. at the same time, this new research. Uh, suggesting that increased hours spent online may be associated with cyberbullying behaviors. And according to the study at the University of Georgia, higher social media addiction scores, more hours spent online, mm. mainly identifying as male. That sounds right. Because you know what? <laughs> Everybody, not only us, but every woman I have talked to, yes. it's a man I, I doing have, it. I have no idea. I have no idea what the fuck is going on, but they're saying cyberbullying can take on many forms, including personal attacks, harassment, or discriminatory behavior, spreading deflammatory information, mm. misrepresenting oneself online, mm. spreading private information, social exclusion, and cyber stalking. Mm. All that combination, I don't want to deal with none of that, number Man. one, but it unfortunately it does happen because we had a guy, uh, not a guy, but a chick that used to stalk us. She still does. And we nah, had to Yeah, and that crap was going maybe four years That now. was four years. I'm like, girl, what is going on with you? Four years? Crazy. And you, every time we turn somewhere, there you are? Popping up. You just... <laughs> no, excuse me, rolling up. <laughs> Said it wrong. She can't pop. Shut <laughs> the fuck up. But it's weird behavior. Oh, my and God. maybe because I'm like they said, it's mainly men. Mm. And it's mainly men that stay online too much. Yeah. yeah. So I'm just like, because I've taken a step back because it's just too much. It's, it's like back to back. Because, you know, they said you got to recognize the cyberbullying and the harassment. Everybody may run with a false comment or a comment that's a little derogatory. But you can't expect everybody who sees it going to like, you know, what you post positive. You know, and then people just... Flat out do that shit. They flat out hate online. When you post something that's either good, they won't like it. Nope. Post something negative that's going on in your life. See how many fucking likes you well, get. Guess what? I'd give no dangs about a like. <laughs> Nobody will know my personal business. And that's a plus because most folks, once the more personal information they know about you, they yeah. use against you. Look, see, this is why it's good to have two parent homes. <laughs> because my mom and daddy, not only my mama always said, trust your instincts, yes. never doubt them. Nope. Never and daddy them. told me, your best friend could be your worst enemy. Yes, indeed. Because they know the most about you. They know the most about your and ass. And this is why, and I, I made a, a, an associate, you know, in, you know, a real life friend when I called another girl my best friend. I know no longer, but I still told neither one all my business. Now, the best one respected my boundaries. Right. And I, and I didn't ask about hers, but the other one, and then bitches is why you an associate, not my best friend. <laughs> because that it's not right to call somebody your best friend and we should know your personal. No, you really should no, not. It's, it's, no, and bitch. this is why you would never be my best friend. It's right. Boundaries. And see, this is, we the only people, I promise you, black folks got an attitude where you set up boundaries. Because they want, they feel they have access to you. You know, I, I, I never told you, because I have a lot of people that fall out with me or get mad with me and mainly men. Mm-hmm. I'm a boundary queen. Mm-hmm. I love my boundaries. I do too. And I could respect your boundaries. That's it. Okay. If you if I don't like your boundaries, you know what? I know how to exit stage left. And that's what you do. But Ricky Smiley went on the I just ran on uh what a reel he did and it was the next day after having that bull about me having boundaries. Right. And he said black people are the only people 
that have an issue with boundaries. Yes. And I said it to a customer recently because that bitch don't understand boundaries. Yeah, I know you did. <laughs> and I mean, we almost really got into it because she's talking about, oh, you just got too many rules. And I, uh, and because she was blowing up my phone. Mm hmm. And she was asking me all these questions about a shine and can I get this? I mean, I have like four or five texts. Only thing you need to text me is your day, your day and time. You want to come get your hair done. Consultation is in my chair. Right. Not You're not going to blow my damn phone up. <laughs> and I got to stop working on somebody else because you asking me a million questions. And now I don't remember what day and time your black ass trying to come. Because I got to go show all through these text messages. So when I told her this, and I was so proud of myself because you know I, I am too. I ain't gonna when, lie. when she, oh, you got so many in my mind. I said, "Bitch," <laughs> but I said. Then the angel said, "Rocky, that that was the devil." <laughs> then the angel on him, Rocky. She's a client and she's paying you money. Woosa. Woosa. Then the devil said, man, fuck that bitch. You do this all the time. <laughs> so I, I listened to the angel and I woosa. Well, I'm glad you woosa. Because I was like, I'm not being rude. I don't understand your I'm, attitude. I'm giving you my boundaries and, and my, I, my business. This is rules. how I run my business. Yes. Okay, every business got, I said, because y'all, black folks have no boundaries. No, they don't have no boundaries. And I told it, and I said, and evidently we don't respect them. Right, exactly. So let's get an understanding so we won't have no misunderstanding. She calmed the fuck down. I know she did. Because I'm sure my tone was nicer, but my face said, bitch, I can't control my face. That says something else. Now back to cyberbullying. If you feel like you're being cyberbullied as an adult, and it's so sad that you all call yourselves adults and you still do this type of juvenile-ass behavior. No, 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 those, those are um, bitch men. Oh, well, bitch men, bitch women, Pails, whatever it is. Children. But you got to keep careful records on what's going on online because it, it may get to a point where it's so bad you may actually have to take legal action or you may have to actually contact the social media platform because of the harassment. But And, you know, a lot of people that are doing this kind of stuff, don't really understand. But you got to, you know, it, regardless on how it happens, if you happen to be the person that's being harassed, just keep careful records documenting the harassment. That's what I do. Where it makes sense. So if it comes down to it, you got like a, a paper trail mm -hmm. of all the shit that's going down, uh, whether it be subliminal posts, conversations, or even trying to get this goddamn Frankenstein mob. Oh, Frankenstein mob. Let me tell you something. Ugh. There's some folks that get so goddamn power hungry on social media platforms that they feel that there's certain individuals that will do almost anything. But the sad thing is some do. And that's the part. That's what I'm saying. Because if one person who has that kind of power yeah. tells a bunch of people that they have a big influence on, Oh, yada, 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 yada. It's dangerous. Grab your torches. Rawr! It's dangerous. It's dangerous because you're dealing with people who are not, number one, mentally stable. Narcissistic. Narcissistic. I mean, because as an adult, you should make up your own mind what you want to do and how you want to move. And, you know, I've noticed people that do that, they draw in a certain crowd. Now, you're talking about there's mainly men, and, they, and men normally have a lot of women. Yeah, yeah. Women are big supporters. Yes. And a lot of these women are damaged. Right. They have a lot of, you know, issues, whether they've been in an abusive relationship. Mm -hmm. um, maybe they just mentally unstable. Right. Real extreme low self-esteem. Mm -hmm. And I find these are the women, because the women I've noticed that don't really get involved or have these problems, <laughs> normally are the women that are being attacked. 
or another successful black man yeah. that's doing very well at that point. And a jealousy, you know. So, but hey, you just gotta be careful talking to a lot of people. This is the one thing I've always said I don't like about the internet. It allows too many different people to have access and to access you. Access to you. So, like I said, just keep records, put it on a damn digital file. Yeah. Because and just whatever you think that's in reference to this harassment, document it, save it. Now, yeah. when it comes to trying to protect your peace online, our favorite block. tool, the block button. That's why I say, you know, the wrong, the when I tell you what Chris <laughs> Brown was thinking about me when he said block and delete, <laughs> I was like, dude, get out of my head. Get out of my head. I don't like this. Because you can actually block them. You can report them. You can also I ignore them. I mean, whatever it takes. But like I said, you know, my first option is the block button. And the reason why I'm so quick to choose the block button because I've already made a decision in my mind. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not going to interact with your energy anymore. Whatsoever. And a lot of, you know, a lot of, well, I just hit restrict. And you know, my girl, I just, she hits restrict. I said, but see, you can restrict them. And that just kind of keeps them uh, at bay. I can still see them. Right. I can still see their posts. So if they're posting stupid stuff about you, I can still see this nonsense. Mm-hmm. You know, they can still DM me. It would just be in another thing where I, can, I have to hit request. Request, yeah. So my thing is, block button covers everything. You yeah. are gone. You you won't see them go live. Nothing. Even if they're in a live, um, you won't see them live because, you know. It'll disappear. That, because they restrict, don't do that. And I promise you, I know I want to protect my peace so much that I don't give a damn if I got to miss out on somebody's live if I means I don't oh, have to interact. Yeah, if I don't have to interact with well, any see, individuals. I actually, I actually still enjoy real life, so it's okay. Right. <laughs> I, I'm okay. Because I still laugh when, when Facebook and IG, <laughs> you remember they, they had a day where it crashed almost the whole day. And folks went crazy. I'm like, is this my attitude? Is I, I First of all, I didn't even know until mid, <laughs> midday. And it's because the news came on. And I'm like, is this really newsworthy? Oh, Facebook and Instagram crash. Oh my God. I have to put I'm like, this device. is mad. This is madness. Yeah, it's madness. It's it's a sad damn thing. But if it gets to a point where you have to get state law involved, I you know, I we all pray and hope that nothing on social media. Oh, gets if, that, if you threaten me but to get, get that bad, babe, we're going to FBI. You know, cyberbullying is against the law in some cases. You know, do not assume that you have no legal leg to stand up just because of the harassment and the abuse that happens on the internet. And also what state you're staying in, too. I was about to say, look into your state laws or even contact the local police force to learn if there's anything that can be done about these problems. It's especially important if anyone online threatens you physically or makes aggressive statements about your home, your job, family, or belongings. Yeah. Well, that's one thing I do like about Texas. There's a lot of things I don't like about Texas and some things I do like about Texas because to record a person without their permission in Texas is against the law. Mm-hmm. Across the board. Exactly. And we can carry guns. So if you come to my house, I'm going to fuck you. <laughs> I, dare, I dare you. <laughs> I just be oiling my gun and they never shout it. It's just so depressing. <laughs> like I said, just don't think, like I said, just because you hear about cyberbullying, you automatically think about teenagers. But yes, it's reality. Adults of all ages experience harassment, negative comments, trolling, blatant attacks on their physical appearance, their character, mm. and activities. And that's another form of hate speech, too, because I've been seeing a lot of, you know, lives devoted to body shaming. Yeah, and that is hate speech. That's hate speech. So people, I think people think hate speech only is in the racist area. In the racial but it's not. No. If you're making fun of somebody's skin color, hate speech. Right. You're making fun of somebody's weight, size, height. Hate speech. Their uh, sexual preference. That yes, it's all that in the mix. 
so I think people just think if it's this one little box and it's so much bigger than that. No, it's a bigger round. So, you know, for people who didn't grow up using the internet, navigating these situations may be particularly difficult. But, you know, just remember, being bullied is not your fault. You have power to, to actually take some action. Oh, and, you know, I'm an action bitch. Right. <laughs> Just call me Woman King. <laughs> woman King. <laughs> woman King, boo. I'm not one that's going to sit back and be bothered with the BS. Right, right. And if I'm, if I'm not, you know, egging it on, if I'm not entertaining it and you're constantly doing something. Yeah. Okay. I'm keeping records. I'm keeping files. Exactly. And you lucky or pray that I do call the authorities <laughs> and not them, and not them niggas. <laughs> I'm just saying, I could go either way. But I understand that. Like I said, I hate for it to even get to a point where you even have to discuss it offline. Like, you know, once I block you, I should be done. But my thing is, if you have a... And the biggest problem is the misunderstandings. And sometimes it's not even misunderstandings. Sometimes you just have people that be on there bullying people and trolling them. They just pick people. Right. And I've seen that. Oh, shit, yes. See, so, I mean, it could be either way. But my thing is, I'm not fit to deal with it. I'm not doing it. So I'm, we, I'm not that bitch. My piece is too important to deal with the bullshit. So that was a little something on cyberbullying because I know I had some, we got some girlfriends uh, and we've seen several situations where that's taking place. And I'm like, how old are these motherfuckers? And, you know, and, but you know, and, and you you wonder why the kids fucked up. Right. <laughs> it's, the, it's the adult's fault. And that's one thing I, you know, because, you know, I've heard people in younger generations, well, you know, sometimes they'll try to talk to someone older. They try to be like us and they be disrespectful too. And I'm just like, yo, what what, what has happened? That's very true because I've seen some yes. folks in a certain age bracket and I'm like. And they talking to these kids like they're their best friend and, uh-uh. and are being disrespectful. No, I'm good. And I'm like, you're supposed to be the elder. Right. So they can't respect you if you acting a damn fool. Matter of fact, please share that story the last time we went to our uh, our spot to get our cocktails. And there were some kids out there. Girls. <laughs> it took me it took me a minute. It took me a minute, but we went to our spot specs. And there was like maybe four little boys playing around in front, and it was just loud in country. And he was, do you want to eat, do you want to buy some so-and-so? And I could tell it was being ignorant. Coconut. They had a, co- a fresh coconut. Yes. Yeah, tell me some goddamn coconut. Right. And they started walking towards my car. I looked at the little motherfucker. I gave him the look of fucking death. <laughs> I did not even answer his little ass. And what did he do? He turned the fuck around. But don't come, little, little boy. He had about 13. Oh, my God. And his face sank. When he got a little too familiar, and I saw that when he I was right just like, baby, around, like, you look, turn around, boy. I'm not, look, I'm not that adult that's going to play with you. I don't know who. I'm not your mama, and I'm not your friend's mama that's probably trying to be your best friend. Right. I'm not, we're not doing I'm a grown motherfucking woman. So let's stop that shit. And right I'm now. not in the mood. That's, that's number two. I'm not in the mood. You saw this melon boy before you walked up on me. But I, you know, like I said, it's just like a level of respect. And like I said, I see that because I know wherever we go to that shopping, if school's not in session, it's a bunch of the little bad asses. And they're always on that end of the damn shopping strip. And that's why they got, you know, no trespassing, no skateboarding. And I'm not one that's going to call the police on your little kids. Right. But I'm going to give your child that look. (laughs) The look of death. (laughs) If they not doing nothing bad, you know, they just getting on my nerve. I'm going to let your child make it. Right. But they going to get that look. Ooh. But I'm glad that baby understood. His black 
side talking him that side. Shut the hell he up. He know that look, and I bet it's from his grandmama. You know what? Thanks, everybody, for oh, don't tuning in. I'm telling the truth. To the Gossiping Heifers. <laughs> Make sure you guys, if you have not subscribed, please subscribe. We're available on all podcast platforms. Make sure you share us with a family member, co-worker, friend, and check out our merchandise at gossipingheifers.com. We are back on YouTube this week, November 16th, 8 p.m. That is Wednesday, 8 p.m. Central Time, 9 p.m. Eastern Central Time, when we are going to have comedian Gina G. Oh, my God. She'll be joining the Gossiping Heifers, and we've got a giveaway (laughs) taking place right now where you could be a lucky winner of the latest release from Avery Washington, The Over-Sexualization of Black Women in America. So follow us on Instagram, Facebook, uh, YouTube and visit the website for the THC merch. Ooh, yes, girl, it's lovely. That, I'm telling you right now, so check it on out. Until next time, everybody. Peace. I holla.